It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. You'll find us on YouTube at 5 in 10. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, share that with your friends, and then guarantee that we don't get canceled. You can do that by downloading the free Skywatch TV app to your smartphone or tablet. I'll tell you about that before the end of this program. Topic number five today, kids in California. This is not a place you want to raise your children, I am sorry to say. A newly revised California bill passed Friday by the California Assembly would make a parent's refusal to affirm a child's transgender identity grounds for denial of custody or even visitation rights. Imagine being caught in a custody struggle if a marriage breaks up, a child declares, or, or the custodial parent declares that the child is a different gender than one born, the one they were born with, and, and the other parent refuses to affirm that identity, that can be grounds for denial of custody, denial of visitation rights. In fact, at its most extreme, it could also mean the child being awarded to the state, becoming a ward of the state. California State Assembly approved the bill AB 957, making gender affirmation a factor to be considered in child custody cases. It passed Friday by a vote of 57 to 16 in the assembly there. The legislation, once again, proving that legislation passed by our governments here in the United States, can you can determine the actual purpose of the bill by assuming it's the reverse of the title. The title of this bill, the Transgender, Gender Diverse and Intersex Youth Empowerment Act, prioritizes the, and I'm quoting now, health, safety, and welfare, end quote, of children, but it focuses on gender identity. Again, I, I, I will say again, we do not allow children to smoke, drink, vote, drive, and yet we're supposed to allow them to determine with life-altering, permanent life-altering consequences, their gender before they are of legal age, before the frontal lobes of their brains have fully developed. This is horrific. Bill's supporters argue that it's in the best interest of children. Uh, I would argue that it's in the best interest of the principality behind this cult. <laughs> uh, and this is a very ancient belief. We could go on, but you've uh, heard me talk about this elsewhere before. Topic number four, poking the bear. NATO planning its uh, largest war games in, uh, the, since the end of the Cold War in early 2024 called Steadfast Defender. This NATO war drill is um, taking place at a time when neither Ukraine, its backers in the West, U.S. and NATO, nor Russia are showing any signs of backing down. Financial Times reports that this uh, steadfast defender drill is the biggest live joint command exercise since the Cold War. More than 40,000 troops will practice how NATO would attempt to repel Russian aggression against one of its members, end quote. Bear in mind that um, this drill will include uh, locales in Germany, Poland, and the Baltic states, which border Russia. This, um, again, often live exercises, often a uh, cover for something that actually turns into a kinetic conflict. Topic number three, Israel. For the first time in Israeli history, all 15 justices of its Supreme Court met in Jerusalem on Tuesday. This was a high-stakes hearing to consider petitions against the reasonableness law passed by the Knesset in July. This would bar the Supreme Court from exercising judicial review over government and ministerial decisions and appointments. 
It's called the reasonableness law because that is the justification the Supreme Court in Israel can use to overturn decisions of the Knesset. Israeli voters, for the most part, are conservative, which is why Benjamin Netanyahu and his conservative coalition are once again in power. Netanyahu, the longest serving prime minister in Israel's history. But the judicial branch is mainly very progressive, very liberal. And they are using the fact that there is no constitution in Israel and that under the basic laws of Israel, the Supreme Court can use the doctrine of reasonableness to overturn laws passed by the conservative, mainly conservative, parliament, the Knesset. In other words, if somebody challenges a law and says that law is not reasonable, the Supreme Court can overturn it. This is what the Benjamin, this is what Netanyahu and his coalition are trying to overturn. Anyway, Tuesday's hearing is essentially a clash, an unprecedented confrontation between the court and Netanyahu's coalition. Started at 9 a.m. Tuesday and uh, no ruling expected for several weeks or even months to come. But uh, regardless, there will be many who weigh in on this issue, mostly in the corporate media, liberal, and portraying this as Netanyahu's power grab. What he's trying to do is return the power in Israel to the voters who are voting for their elected representatives in the Knesset rather than the unelected judiciary, which basically is doing what it wants regardless of the will of the people. Uh, Meanwhile, an official Israeli delegation arrived in Saudi Arabia Tuesday to serve as observers during the 45th session of UNESCO's World Heritage Committee. This is the first public visit by Israeli government officials to Arabia ever. This is a big deal. An Israeli official who spoke with Associated Press said the delegation is led by Amir Weisbrod, who's a deputy director general in the Israeli foreign ministry. Uh, several diplomats are with him. This is not a bilateral visit. Israel is only taking part as observers with UNESCO because they quit UNESCO in, 19, in 2017 after accusing the organization of being biased against Israel in the ongoing conflict between Israel and the Palestinian Authority. Topic number two, shots. Apparently, somebody at the FDA said, let's do shots, and they mistook it for passing more yeah, shots against SARS-CoV-2. On the afternoon of September 11th, drug regulators in the U.S. authorized new COVID-19 vaccines to try to <laughs> counter the poor effectiveness of the existing vaccines that were already approved. The FDA cleared shots from Moderna and Pfizer that will be available to Americans as young as the age of six months later this month. Again, approving these shots in record time before COVID-19 emerged. Shots took a minimum of five years and usually at least 10, 10 years of testing before they were approved. And now it seems to be the norm that we just roll these out after a month or two of testing and not even real human testing. We just test for uh, the the, uh, presence of, of antibodies in a laboratory setting. Um, FDA approving Moderna and Pfizer vaccines for people age 12 and older, emergency authorization for people age six months to 11 years of age. It's a different question as to whether anyone will actually get these shots outside of the perpetually fearful. Um, Following the uh, ongoing news that has been breaking over the past year or so, suggesting that the side effects are perhaps more worrisome than the disease. As predicted three years ago, 
by people who actually know a little something about coronaviruses, it would mutate and mutate rapidly, mutate faster than the shots could be developed. That's what coronaviruses do. And as they mutate, they become more transmissible, but less deadly. At this point, the uh, variants that are spreading are essentially just bad colds. Coming up, you know, with the Biden administration, the jokes just write themselves. I'll show you the latest example next on 5 and 10. We want to make sure that you know how you can get your copy of this incredible one-of-a-kind Bible with expanded apocrypha in the last chance Defender Bible package. Right now, while supplies last, we're offering this giant limited edition Defender Family Bible for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. But if that wasn't enough, we're also including the Defender Publishing's 120 ebook collection absolutely free. Now, this Data DVD Library collection includes 120 of Defender's all time best selling books featuring authors like Dr. Thomas Horn, Derek Gilbert, Carl Gallup's <laughs> Lieutenant, Colonel Robert McGinnis, Sharon Gilbert, Ali Henson, Donna Howell, Terry James, the late, great Michael Heiser, and so many more. Too many to number. This DVD library also includes the limited edition Defender Bible with expanded apocrypha, and all of these books in this collection come in popular ebook formats so you can read them on EPUB, PDF, Kindle, and other handheld electronic devices. It's devices of your choosing wherever you go, including the Bible that we're talking about today. These items hold a retail value of $1,400. If you had to buy all of these ebooks separately, yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. So don't delay. You can scan the QR code on your screen right now using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special offer. You can also visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the last chance Defender Bible package right now. This would make a really, really amazing Christmas gift to you for all of the people in your life that love to do research or your pastor. So buy it now and save it and give it to them for Christmas. Oh, that's a great idea. idea. Just stash it somewhere. Yeah. Item number one today, once again, proving that EVs are not ready for prime time. President Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Grantholm, former governor of Michigan, she wanted to make a big show of traveling across the South from Charlotte, North Carolina to Memphis, Tennessee in a caravan of electric vehicles. This is about a 10 hour drive, but she and her entourage were unsure about having charging stations along the way. So they sent a gasoline powered vehicle ahead to make sure that they would be able to recharge as needed. Now, according to National Public Radio, which is essentially an extension of the White House press office, Granholm is in many ways, and I'm quoting now from the article, is in many ways the perfect person to help pitch the United States' ambitious shift to electric vehicles. As a two-term former governor of Michigan, she helped rescue the auto industry during the 2008 global financial crisis. And she's a longtime EV enthusiast. Her family recently switched from the Chevy Bolt to the Ford Mustang Mach-E. End quote. 
I will point out that the Mach-E starts the base model at $43,000. If you want the GT model, the high-end version, that starts at $60K. <laughs> Here in the Ozarks, you can buy some homes for that. Anyway, Grand Holmes Entourage had to grapple with limitations of the infrastructure. For example, when her caravan of EVs, which included a luxury Cadillac Lyric, a hefty Ford F-150, and an affordable Chevy Bolt, they planned a fast charge in Grovetown, which is a suburb of Augusta, Georgia. The advanced team in the gasoline-powered vehicle realized there weren't going to be enough chargers to go around. One of the station's four chargers was broken, and the others were occupied. So, when one of them opened up, an energy department staffer parked a gas-powered vehicle, a non-electric vehicle, at one of the charging stations to reserve a spot for Secretary Granholm so she could recharge quickly. This did not go over well. A regular gas-powered car blocking the only free spot for a charger on a sweltering Georgia summer day with a young family with a baby in the car waiting to recharge. Well, needless to say, the family with the baby on the sweltering Georgia day decided to do something about it, and they called the cops. This rapidly devolved into a sitcom episode Police showed up. They were empathetic. They sympathized with the young family. But sadly for them, in Georgia, it is not illegal for gas-powered vehicles to block access to electric vehicle charging stations. Seriously, this is like the plot of an episode of Parks and Recreation. Very similar. Well, needless to say, the public relations debacle, mainly ignored by the corporate media, but we spotted it, um, Fact is, there are only about three EV charging stations for every 10,000 people in these United States. Anyway, as I said, the jokes write themselves. Well, at Skywatch TV, we depend on your support and we thank you for your support. During the month of September, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, for your gift of any amount, we'll send you a copy of David Hebner's book, True Power. What is true power? It's the power of the Holy Spirit. This will help you understand it. And again, for your gift of any amount, no minimum, we will send you a copy of the book if you're in the U.S. or Canada. You can find out more at our website, skywatchtv.com. Just look for the red Donate button. You can go to skywatchtvstore.com and follow the link there, or call us toll-free, 844-750-4985. This week on Skywatch TV, we're talking about the Nephilim. Not an unusual topic for us, but the bottom line is, what do we know about them from Scripture, and can we learn anything about them their creation, and their connection to demonic spirits in the Book of Enoch. We are offering for a limited time only the uh, Family Defender Bible, as you saw in the offer. And uh, this week, we're discussing it. Donna Howell, Tom Horn, Joey, joining Joe Horn and the Skywatch investigative team to discuss this. And uh, you can watch the program right now at our website, skywatchtv.com, where you'll find all of our archive programs. You can also watch it at uh, Skywatch TV's uh, YouTube channel youtube.com slash at skywatch tv now our rumble channel which also has all of our video content roku apple tv if you've got the skywatch tv app on your set top box but best of all download our free skywatch tv app to your smartphone or tablet all of our video content always there bypasses the big tech gatekeepers so we'll never be canceled 
uh, we won't be canceled from our own app. Other features there include an audio Bible with multiple translations, news updates three times a week, uh, many other features as well. It's available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. It is free, and we have links to the app stores for the device that's right for, for your device. The app that's right for your device, that's what I was going for, uh, at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.